it's very disturbing. I'm so glad you're, you said you can take the case, right? I said, yeah, sure, sure. And you know I'm the right person to call. Um, I can be there at 5 o'clock today. That would be great. That would be great. That's when, well, I find it different times of day, but sure, sure. So what's the address? So the lady gave Ollie an address, and it was over up kind of in Mount Washington. This big old house. Somehow all the best hauntings seem to happen in big old houses. So Ollie was optimistic. He'd gotten a run of ones that seemed like they might be interesting supernatural stuff and were just regular stuff, so he was hopeful. It'd been a while since he got a real ghost. See, this case, what the lady has said is that a face appeared on one of her doors. And it seemed to be, you know, making facial expressions and moving its lips, but, but no sound came out. And that was weird enough. But then, when she woke up in the morning, it was gone. She found it the next day on a different door. Kind of doing the same thing. And then on the third day, she found it on the top of her dining table. And that was especially annoying. Can't even put plates on that, right? So she figured it must be some sort of haunting of some kind. Something unusual. So I got there at five, like he had said. And the lady said, oh, thank you so much for coming. It's... I'm trying to be cool about it, but it's very creepy. I said, yeah, no problem. Let me ask you a few questions. Uh, of all, have you, has the face appeared yet today? I said, no, but I've been kind of just holding up in the library. Somehow, since I called you, it felt like I had a plan and I didn't have to deal with it myself anymore. If that makes sense. I said, it does. It does. Now, who else lives here with you? I said, oh, well, it's just me most of the time. Um, I mean, me and, me and the dog, of course. Um, but my children are grown, and my husband, he died a few years ago. Um, so, you know, I have visitors, certainly. My kids come to visit, and uh, so I, I haven't been doing it during COVID, but I, I also sometimes Airbnb. Um, there's a kind of a basement apartment that's pretty self-contained. Uh, we built it for my son when he was, because he went to college, he decided to go to college here in the city. Um, so anyway, but the short answer is most of the time it's nobody here, uh, unless I have a guest. And nobody's been here the past few days other than me and, and, uh, and Roger, the dog. As if, well, probably because he did hear his name, a big, fluffy, well, not big, but very fluffy, kind of a 30-pound fluffball mutt came trotting happily into the room, gave Ollie a look, a sniff, Sort of a, a, you know, acknowledging. Huh? Then it sat down at, at its master's feet. I said, okay, well. So I decided he should go and walk around and see if he could spot this face. I said, oh, wait, before I start, what? tell me about the face. Tell me what the face looks like. Oh, certainly. Um, so it has like kind of wood coloring, coloring, kind of dark, and you can see some of the wood grain. Um, it's bigger than a normal human face. But of course, the whole thing isn't there. It's not like a 3D sculpture of a face. It's 
lips, nose, eyes, and eyebrows. And all of them move like they would on a normal face. It's like I said, it's larger. How big? I said. I'd say that if you, you know, were to make a diameter of the face, it would be oh about a foot in diameter. I'd say. Of course, it's not round, but you, you know, it's not circular. I said, yeah, no, I get you. I get you. And. Any other like characteristic features of the face? Um, I mean, it's almost kind of cartoony. It kind of reminds me of the way that you see the Egyptian drawings drawn as far as the eyes, like big, heavy eyes with points on the edges. It doesn't have the curls like the you know Egyptian eyebrows do, but um, kind of thick, like full lips, and the nose. You can see the nostrils, and sometimes the nostrils will flare, or the nose will wiggle. Oh, I said, all right, all right, I'll get looking. And is it, I said, it's always been, it's been two doors and a table so far. Uh, those are the ones that I've, that I noticed. I mean, it may have been appearing other places too, but yeah. And all those things were wooden. All those things were wooden, yes. All right. So I started walking around the house. There's lots of wood stuff. There's wood paneling, there's wood furniture, there's wood doors and floors and lots of different stuff. And he's walking through one of the bedrooms. And just kind of on instinct, he pulled up in the wardrobe. And it was empty. And in the back of the wardrobe was a face. Ollie and the face looked at each other. And then the face started to talk. Well, not talk. It started to move its mouth. It looked like it was talking, but there was no sound. Well, I kind of stared at it. It wasn't a particularly scary face, although he could see why it would be creepy. He was a little bit creeped out, even though it was, I mean, it was a kind-looking face, if I guess is what I mean. Um, but it was also this strange, alive thing that you wouldn't expect to appear in the back of your wardrobe. The wardrobe was empty, so Ollie guessed that it had been one of the kids' bedrooms or something. But it did seem to be trying to talk. So Ollie said, hold on a second. I want to see if you can hear me, because I can't hear you. And the mouth stopped moving, and the eyes looked right at Ollie. I said, um, let's see here. If you can hear me, wiggle your nose. And the face wiggled its nose. I said, okay, just want to confirm now. If you can hear me, open and shut your mouth twice. The mouth opened and shut twice. I said, okay, okay. So you can hear me. Do you speak English? If you do, wiggle your nose. And the face wiggled its nose. I said, all right, um, are you trying to tell me or the lady that lives here something? Wiggle your nose if yes. The face seemed to think for a second and then wiggled its nose. I said, all right, all right. Why don't you try to say it a very simple version and I'll try to read your lips. 
That's all I waited. But it was hard to tell, because, you know, he made out some words, but um, it, was, it was hard to tell, because, you know, normally lips are on a face, and in kind of 3D, and these lips were kind of projected flat on the surface of the wood, and it was just hard, just too hard to tell. Oh, I did make out a couple of words. I'm, I'm looking there. One of them was trapped. I could kind of see from the big T and the P. And help. I said, okay. Bad news is I wasn't able to get very much of that. But I think I got a couple of words. Let me check. Okay, I think I heard you say trapped and help. If you said those two words, wiggle your nose. And the face wiggled its nose. Are you trapped somewhere and need help? And the face wiggled its nose very energetically. Well, I said, okay, okay. Let me think here. Can you move to different things in the house whenever you want to? Wiggle your nose if yes. And it wiggled its nose. I have an idea. Did you see the piano in the study? And the face wiggled its nose. Can you meet me down there? I want you to go on top of the piano. And the face vanished. Well, not finished. It's kind of sunk into the wood, like it melted into the wood. It's kind of what it looked like. Well, I shrugged and went down to the piano. When he got down there, indeed, the face was on the piano. The lady was there, too. Except one big thing had changed, because now there was sound. I can, you can hear me now. They said, yes, I can. Okay, that, that makes things much easier. How, I wonder? All I said, it's because of the piano. Because the piano's meant to transmit sound. I think you kept on going on things that don't make sound, so I had you go on something that is for making sound. All right. Sure. That's, good. That's a good thought. Thank you, Ollie. So, what's, what's your deal? Are you a ghost or something? Not exactly, no. I am a traveler, and I've made a miscalculation. I said, what do you mean? Well, I figured out a way to travel between dimensions. Thing is, the other dimensions I've found so far aren't very interesting. I am a human. I am from Earth. And the other dimensions have not been very hospitable to human life. There weren't any other people that I've found yet. Well, long story short, on the most recent trip, I kind of got stuck halfway in between. Because as soon as I got to the new dimension, I could tell there wasn't enough oxygen there. So I turned right around and tried to get back, but I tripped and I fell Got my face stuck through the portal and turned off the portal 
with my shoulder by accident. I said, oh, that's, well, at least you can breathe, right? That is a big help. I feel very fortunate. If I had to get stuck, at least I got stuck with my breathing end out, right? But um, I'm in a bit of a pickle. So why are you here? Ollie said. Yeah, I was wondering that too. I don't, have we met? Um, yeah, well, yes and no. You wouldn't remember me. But, well, actually, I'm the guy that moved this piano in here. It, you know, coincidentally. This whole being a techno wizard thing doesn't really pay very well, so I'm a pretty big, strong guy. I, I have a side job. Well, it's really my main job, if I'm being honest. Uh, moving piano is another big furniture. So I remembered your address because I thought the house was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm very proud of it, too. We did a lot of work to get this place up to the way it looks. Oh, yeah, I mean, I can tell. I mean, I wouldn't have ever known that some of the stuff hadn't been here for years and years and years, but I can tell you take care of it. Well, that's very kind of you. We really enjoyed the piano. I'm glad. Did you play? She said, I do. I do. I said, this is, this is great. I'm glad you two are getting along, but I wonder if we should, you know, get back on the task of getting you out of the piano, back into the normal human earth dimension. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, well, here's the deal. How brave are you feeling? I said, um, on a scale of one to ten, I give it an eight. I'm feeling pretty pretty strong today. The only thing I can think of is if you went back, if you made it to my workshop where the other end of the portal is, you could activate the portal and then come through and help me get all the way back through. Or maybe, I, I don't know, maybe as soon as you turn it on, I'll be able to get through on my own. I don't know, but you might have to come in and, and help. Well, I said, all right, you know, sure. I'm, I'm willing to do that. All right. Well, I gave him the address. Thankfully, it was also in Baltimore, which makes sense if he's, you know, local there. It was kind of a dingy basement studio down in Mount Vernon. Not a fancy place. Maybe. Maybe you have. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> there was a lot of different stuff, but all I could definitely tell the portal when you saw it, because there's a lot of little things, electronics, and some magic stuff. Both magic and technology kind of melded in this person's hobby. But at the end of the room, there was a big, you know, round circle full of wires and runes and all kinds of things. All I looked around, the piano man had given him instructions. He saw it there. All I said is he's not really qualified to cast any magic spells. I guess that's okay. The spells are already active. It's the electronics that I knocked out. So all I found, some bits and pieces. He got a new extension cord and plugged it in. He saw a couple of frayed wires, or fried wires, rather. Managed to get those hooked back up. And then there was a big blue and yellow button. And all I pushed it. And the thing came to life. It was a swirl, like, like a hot tub, except purple and yellow. 
but nobody came through. So Ollie very gingerly, first he found a broom, and he poked the broom through. Wiggled it around a little bit and brought it back. It was still a broom, it was in perfect condition. So Ollie stuck one of his arms through, gingerly. It came back, you know, still an octopus arm. So Ollie ventured very carefully through. Well, he can hold his breath, and that's what he did. He kind of knew if it went to the same place, which he sure hoped, because that would be no help to just go to an entirely third dimension. There wouldn't be very much oxygen there. So he got a big breath and walked through. It was a weird-looking place. It was all red and volcanic. And there he saw, on the other end of the portal, was... The guy, stuck still sort of face into the portal, with his shoulder kind of jammed underneath one portion of it. And I said, ah, that's why. So I gently but firmly, after all, he could only hold his breath for so long, pulled and tugged and freed the guy, pulled his face out through, and gave it a good squeeze, like, oh, man, that feels weird. My face had been a wood thing halfway through dimensions for, like, two weeks. Ah, oh, good to have my face back on my face. Ah, oh, you made it. Well, let's get back. I'm already getting faint again. Oh, in fact, oh no, I'm falling again. Well, I didn't say anything, but he got it underneath the guy and stood himself up like a table. And the guy fell forward, and all I just flung him through the portal, kind of like a judo move. He was used to doing things like that when he was, you know, capturing criminals, so it was pretty easy to do, do, do it to someone who... You know, was just going limp. And Ollie followed him through. The guy took a minute to recover. I said, oh, man, okay. I did not learn my lesson there, apparently. Thank you, Ollie. I think it's fair to say you saved my life. I said, what's your name? I'm Milton. I mean, I try to go by Bartog, the techno wizard, but really my name is Milton. Milton... Jones. So, you know, if you ever need a techno wizard or a piano moved, I'm your guy. I said, nice to meet you. Good luck. Let me go back and see, make sure things are okay at the ladies' house. And he got there, and it was. She's like, well, his name was Milton, you said. Or was it Balrog the techno wizard? Something like that. Well, if you see him again, or maybe did he give you his number or something? I'd, I'd love to have him over. He seemed like a very nice fellow. I'm interested to hear about how he turned himself into a piano person. I said, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's always nice to make a new friend. And that was the case of Ollie and the face in the door.